0: And welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. Shelby's currently in jail after an altercation with Indiana fans. So it's no, uh, actually, oh, she's here, folks. I'm here.
1: I made it. I uh posted bail <laughs> and I think everything I did was worth it. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with
0: Jason. Uh, go to jail free. No, it's not go to jail free. Get out of jail for what's in Monopoly. I mean, it's easy to go to jail for you. Monopoly, what it's is get it? Get out of jail card. Yeah, I have one of those. Yeah. Jason Cheer.
1: There, yeah. Just, <laughs> do you want to start
0: over? No, I'm not We Started at all. a little rough. Who cares?
1: Um, speaking of Indiana, it's the weather. I have one more thing to say about Indiana.
0: Oh, no. So I, we put the Glock away.
1: I actually have a couple of co workers. One of them was born in Indiana, and the other one is from Indiana. And all I'm going to say is neither of them were surprised by Indiana fans' behavior at the game and we are just going to chalk it up to learning and having, uh, wait, hold on. We're having, I'm watching the situation. ASU game
0: and Bianca, our dog, just tried to change the channel. I swear to God. Oh, the dogs
1: just jumped on the remote. <laughs> Arizona state's playing Creighton right now. Hopefully Creighton wins. Mm-hmm.
0: Creighton hasn't been the same since Umar Balo took all their souls.
1: That's right. Um, but we are here to talk about Arizona basketball. But not what happened this past weekend that is the past we are here
0: i do want to ask you something as a fan more okay um and i got i actually got a question for someone in the program what did you think of the throwback uniforms i love them yes they were
1: so like so cool like there's not even they were so cool you didn't even have to think about it it just like looked like arizona and it was awesome from
0: what i've been told there's a very good chance that we will see a lot more Of those uniforms, because those are pretty much everybody's favorites, including the players and stuff. So don't be surprised if you see those a little more than um, Arizona maybe originally anticipated.
1: And for for all for anybody that was a little upset that maybe the word cats was on the wrong side. Chill out, Kenny. You got to chill out, Kenny, because they were really cool.
0: I actually believe there was something with marketing like they wanted the cats to be on both sides. But they, because of marketing, they had to have the logo on the other side. It's times have changed, man.
1: Sometimes corporations, those marketing people, just get in the way, you know. Yeah,
0: like times have changed.
1: Um, can I continue talking? I was
0: born in 1983, Shelby, <laughs> in a land far away called Beverly Hills, California.
1: Um, Arizona men's basketball is playing tomorrow at McHale,
0: or today, depends how you look at um, it. Um.
1: Against an opponent that has a really big name, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. Uh, considering the environment, an opponent on Saturday combined with a very short turnaround, is there any worry about a letdown game here?
0: Yeah, I think naturally, uh, you know, the students are gone uh, Saturday. I don't know if they're gone already. I think they are. I think winter break is on at U of A. It feels early. Um, I don't know that for a fact, but... Uh, I know they're gone on Saturday, but combine that with the environment and then Arizona, you know, treated it it as a very serious big game. Normally, you would absolutely have a concern that this would be a letdown game. I think that Arizona is significantly better than the opponent, which obviously helps. But if it was a good opponent sandwiched in between Indiana and Tennessee, this is absolutely what we would call a trap game. Because I've always said in college sports, it's, it's difficult to meet the high of one game for two games in a row. Then you have Tennessee on Saturday, which is a very, very big game. It's understandable with college kids that this is a little bit of a letdown. If Arizona started out slowly, I wouldn't be shocked. It's just that this team that Arizona's playing, um, they don't really match up with, with Arizona. And because of that, I just, you know, maybe a slow start type of letdown, but overall, no, I, I'd be really surprised. What is Corpus Kris- Crispy? Corpus Crispy. Corpus Crispy. <laughs> what is their mascot? Are they the Rice Krispies? They are the Islanders. Well, I don't think that makes what? sense, but we'll go with it. We'll go That's with the weird. Islanders. That's
1: like if they were like the Corpus Christi Hummingbirds. Yep. Like, <laughs> it's so random. The Islanders. Um, I like Hummingbirds better. What type of team is Texas A&M Corpus Christi Hummingbirds?
0: I'm glad you asked, Shelby. They're humming along this season. <laughs> so, uh, just looking at their schedule They lost to the Mississippi State in the season opener by 19 They lost to the Cal State Bakersfield by 10 They lost to the UTEP by 5 UT Rio Grande Valley by 7 um, But, you know, they uh, they don't have any good wins I'm just going to be honest Their best win is Grande Valley the first time So they they beat Grande Valley by 22 and then lost by 7 So that makes no sense to me, but Um, They beat UTSA, who's 322 in Ken Palm. But Arizona is clearly the best opponent they'll face all season. In fact, the only opponent that they face all season right now in the top 200 of Ken Palm is Arizona on Tuesday and then Oklahoma State a week later. What's interesting is they are very likely going to win their conference. Like There is a legit chance, based on their schedule, that they lose to Arizona, they lose to Oklahoma State, and then they went out. Um, you know, the only common opponent they have is they actually do They're uh, in nickel state conference who Arizona already played nickel state. Nickel state. Um, so there is a, a very legit chance they win their conference in terms of what type of team they are. I think the first thing that we have to note is they are small. They are as small as small gets. They have a six, five power forward and a six, eight center They are 362 in Ken Palm in height. Um, They returned quite a few guys from last year, but that doesn't mean that there's a bunch of experience. You take a look at them on Ken Palm, they're 198. Um, Their defense is not very good. Their offense is not very good. Uh, Their defense is flat out bad. They allow teams to shoot 54%. Um, They do force turnovers. They do offensive rebound well for size, but they they foul quite a bit. Um, And because of their height, their two-point defense is just awful. They don't block shots at all. They get shots blocked. Their two-point defense is 341st in the nation um, because there's just nothing they can do. They're just too small. And so they're going to take a lot of three-point shots would be my guess. Um, 30% of their shots come from behind the arc. They get to the free throw line at a decent rate, but... Um, you know, they're, they're just one of those teams where they're, they're not as bad as maybe some results have shown, because again, they're probably going to win their conference. They're well coached by Steve Lutz. He's not a bad coach at all. Um, they're just really, really small. And and so that's probably the main takeaway going into this game is that, um, at the end of the day, I mean, that you're not going to see very many games with the height disadvantage that, uh, the Islander hummingbirds have. (laughs)
1: Um, well, what matchup are you looking forward to the most? Hard to be excited about that considering how big Arizona is. But
0: Well, the one thing that's actually interesting here is that, yeah, Arizona is considerably big. The guards are better. But Corpus Christi's best Christi. I've said Crispy and Christie today.
1: <laughs> Corpus Christi.
0: Um. The one thing that is actually intriguing is their best player is at the four. He's 6'5", 208, power forward. Nice, But he averages 16 points, 11 rebounds, and shoots 60% from the field. Uh, He can shoot threes. He's shooting at a 31% clip, but you don't really want him to do that. Now, Isaac Mushila is his name, and a lot of it is probably a case of him being a good player and dominating bad teams. Against Mississippi State, he had eight points and six rebounds and turned the ball over four times. UTSA, he had 22 and 16. But then you see, like, okay, you know, Rio Grande Valley, five points. Bakersfield, one of the better teams they face, even though they're not good, only four points. But then he has stat lines where against, like, UTEP, he had 16 rebounds. Rio Grande in the second matchup, he had 26 and 11. He's not bad. He gets into foul trouble against better teams. But he should basically, you would think that he has nothing to offer Julius. Um, he's not overly quick. He's not going to overpower Julius. Uh, he's not like a super duper athlete. He is a a solid player on a a bad team. Um, he's clearly you know, you can actually make a case he's not their best player. Uh, Terry on Murdick's could be at the six one guard, but I think is probably the the most important one. But he offenses, offense rebounds. He's a very good rebounder. Uh, Ken Palm, his steal rate is really good. He gets to the free throw line so he's not awful but i'm really curious like this is the type of game where you want to see a julius go in against one of their better players and either just get him off the court with foul trouble or completely dominate the matchup because a 6-5 power forward should not be able to come into McHale and play well so i'm really curious to see how a julius handles him and how he handles a julius as a 6-5 power forward
1: Um, where does Arizona have the biggest advantage? Yes. Um,
0: I mean, look, it, I, I can point to pretty much every position. I you know, it, they've got a a six eight center. He's two hundred and thirty pounds, but he's he's six eight. And so, you know, Umar Balo should be able to have his way with a six eight two hundred and thirty pound um, center. You know, you take a look at their their guards, uh, you know, Terrian Murdox is again, he's probably their best guard, uh, you know, him versus Kirk Creesa, but eleven points, four assists, you know, three three rebounds. Um, Jalen Jackson is a senior. He'll play a little bit as well. Um it's just they're just not very good, Chell. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I
1: mean, what a <laughs> what a refreshing game. It's
0: weird. They started Jalen Jackson last game. I don't really know why they started him. Um, you know, he's not starter material. Ross Williams, I mean, they start Ross Williams at the two, uh, figuring that he plays. He actually didn't play last game, I think. Um, you know, if they, they kind of need him to play. He, he's one of their – I'm not even sure why he didn't play, to be honest with you. That's so much research I did uh, on this team. But <laughs> he's, he's on Texas Corpus Christi. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's just t- – take your pick. I mean, it's just one of those matches where Arizona should be able to take advantage – Wherever they want um, You know, it, it's just a type of situation. They're just they're just better, you know, let's just assume they start Jalen Jackson You're starting a 611 Shooting guard going against Courtney Ramey and Jalen Jackson is really a, a bench player You know, he's, he's only playing 20 minutes a game Courtney Ramey should be able to do whatever he wants from him uh, with them. They play a 6-4 small forward Trevion Tennyson not very good Um, you know, 12 points, but not, doesn't really do anything else whatsoever. It's just, you know, it's, it's a waste of time for me to predict that like any of these matchups are really exciting. It's not doing you guys, it's doing you guys a disservice. The biggest advantage is that one team wears Arizona on their jerseys and the other one is named the Islanders.
1: Okay. Um, well. What is your prediction?
0: There's no reason this game should be close. It should be one of the bigger blowouts. I mean, look, again, I don't think Corpus Christi... Oh, my good Lord! I can't even say their school! Christi! I don't think they're an awful team for the level they're at, but the size difference... I mean, there's just no way they're going to compete. They're not going to rebound. And when you're a team like that and you're not getting second chances, and they're probably going to come in and shoot threes, and we've seen this before, they'll probably make some stupid-ass threes. (laughs) <laughs> but they haven't made all season, but they're just not that team. I mean, Arizona should win this game by 25 points, really. It's, I'm I'm going 95 to 68. I think it's going to be one of those where they just come in and try to continue the momentum and, and get things going. But it also could be the type of game where Tommy Lloyd uses it to develop the bench, where maybe Arizona should win by 27, but doesn't because you see Kylan Boswell, Vaysar, I mean, maybe even Dylan Anderson get some time and you just see – guys get a little more developed just in case they play Tennessee and there's that debacle that there was last year where everyone's about to foul out. So it could be one of those games that might be closer than it really was because of that. But uh, this should just be a butt-kicking. It's just too much size, too much skill, uh, too much of everything from Arizona.
1: It's a case of too much. Too much awesome. I just think Corpus (laughs) Christi. Oh, it's interesting to see how many times you say that poorly.
0: TAM double C, Your boy.
1: All right. Boop, well, boop, boop. there's our cute little podcast for everyone. Boop, boop, Hopefully, boop, boop, boop. you got home safe from Vegas. You're recovering from Vegas, and uh, we have a whole bunch of basketball coming up.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of games coming up. Tennessee. Well, this game, Tennessee. Two more next week, and then you have a, a nine day break until ASU, which is going to be fun Boom. at ASU. 12 o'clock or 1230 in the afternoon. That's going to be fun.
1: I think it's going to be great. Um, Have a great night. We did want to put it out to the world. If anyone is going to the women's game on Wednesday night, our daughter is unable to go. We really wanted to take her, but she starts flag football on Wednesday. That is right. Our nine-year-old daughter wanted to do flag football, and we were very supportive, and she has joined Marana Parks and Rec not surprisingly because i work there um but she really 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 wanted the kate reese poster because apparently this wednesday is kate reese's like poster night if anybody goes please get brielle a poster because jason's not sure he's going to be able to go either because our other daughter has a school meeting of some kind for some trip that she's going on so that is our our request out to the streets if you can do that for us, we appreciate it. And uh, hopefully Creighton beats ASU in the next five minutes here.
0: Wow, Shelby throwing darts.
1: <laughs> Have a great night.
0: Bear down, kids.
1: Bear down.
0: So something has bothered Shelby for the last few days. And real quick, I want everyone to chime in and tweet at her, Ms. Shelby K, on Twitter, and tell them your opinion. There are numerous people wearing a- ASU Clothing, And I realize ASU is playing today, but there are numerous people wearing ASU clothing. Would you ever go to a game and root against one of the teams without your team playing in that game?
1: I don't know. I find it tacky.
0: Ms. Shelby K. Let the streets know.